2: Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
1: As we welcome (laughs) D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here in this holiday and this Christmas Eve. And I don't know if you heard the song that we were playing, but, you know, when you hear some of these Christmas songs, if not that one... Does it take you back to your childhood, the things that you, you know, haven't thought about in years and places around, you know, the Ohio area where you grew up?
0: Yeah, well, you know, it takes me to Saint Louis where I was born at. That's Donnie Hathaway, that's where he's from. He's also uh, went to Howard University, so um takes me to two spots and uh as shopping it would have been famous. Famous bar in Stick Bear and Fuller in St. Louis where oh. I was getting like, dragged around. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. <my> <laughs> didn't have much of a choice. They didn't have much of a no, choice. You didn't did you? No
0: choice. Oh, no. No, no. Not at all. And you better uh, follow uh, directions also where you got. Head upside the head with a shoe in public. In <laughs> public too. In public, <laughs> and nobody caught defects or either. Nope, nope. Nope.
3: Nope. Nope. Would not happen. Would not happen, folks. we're pretty time. This one on the way for hotline on this game day Sunday morning. This day, game day Christmas Eve Sunday morning uh, with D Orlando Ledbetter. Uh, he is social. You can find him on the Twitter, the X, or whatever you're looking for him on these days at D Orlando AJC. Uh, tell you what, people are going to unwrap gifts here tomorrow. Uh, Falcons fans are hoping to unwrap the gift today and a Falcons win. What are the chances of that, um, considering we're starting a different quarterback this week?
0: Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. This is one of the hottest teams in the league. The coach have won five of their last six. They're getting back their big uh, elite running back, Johnson Taylor. Uh, the uh, wide receiver is going to be out. Michael Pittman, their top wide receiver, but they uh, also have Josh Downs from North Gwinnett High in North Carolina. Uh, the rookie's having a fine season. So this is going to be a tough pull for the Falcons, who've not been playing well and or switching over to uh, Tyler Heineke as the quarterback. Taylor Heineke, sorry about that. But, um, uh, yeah, this, uh, the Falcons are somehow favored, but uh, I haven't seen the latest line. But they, they, they're favored to win. Uh, they've been playing pretty good at home this year, and they absolutely need the victory to uh, you know, stay in the hunt in the NFC South and in the wild card race.
1: Eli, Sam and I were talking earlier, and I was asking them, it's got to be just maddening to have to answer the same question every week when it comes to this Falcons team is with the amount of talent that's there, despite the youth of the quarterback or the backup quarterback, whatever you want to say about Heineke, but with the talent that's there, and the skill positions, why are they not being used the way they are? Maybe that's the reason why it's lost. It's just it's a hodgepodge of head-scratching questions. And for it to continue this long, I, 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 I'm, I'm at a loss to try to answer it for people when they ask me.
0: Yeah, well, Greg, when you do some of the things that they've done this year and lose to the teams that they lost to, um, you know, the, the, the question you got to look at is, hey, maybe they weren't as good as we thought they were. If they were, they wouldn't keep losing to the 2-12 uh, and um, team, 2-11 team, a 1-12 and 12 team, uh, you know, a Minnesota team with a backup quarterback. I mean, so if you're a good team, you don't lose four games like that. So the question now is, hey, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were.
3: Well, not to think that because they've shown us some things early in the season, and we've seen, still seen flashes of it. Uh, we're just having to able to see and be consistent thoughts about this offense right now. Yeah. You got the, a lot of your, your skill positions and people that you, you know, have made a deal about getting, but your line is not what it was this time last year.
0: Yeah. You, you've taken on some injuries and yeah, Sam, you're right. We've seen it in spurts. We've seen them come back in fourth quarters. We've seen them start off well, but we haven't seen them play a whole game. And so, uh, and, and, uh, what we hear uh, 14 games in, we should have seen that by now. So um, th- that means they're not capable of it because they would have done it by now. So what you do then is just try to play to your strengths and do the things you can do pretty good. Um, you know, and that that's pretty much been get the ball to Bijan and Johnny Smith. Kyle Pitts is not, you know, he was seen loafing on the interception last week. You know, he's not um, maybe not 100% healthy. Um, you know, uh, uh, Drake London, you know, gets a lot of attention, but, you know, you don't want to force him the ball. You get into trouble there. Uh, so, so you know, whatever it is uh, that's been working these 14 games, you need to hit that button every single time uh, here over these last three games to quit trying to do stuff that they can't do. Um, and you got line issues with, uh, you know, a lot of the backups playing up, up front. So Coach might be trying – it might be a coaching thing now where he's got to fit his game plan to what they can do and uh, be successful that way and quit trying to maybe do too much, uh, trying to play chess out there when you got a team that's a checkers team and, and just beat people up that way. So uh, that's the one uh, thing, the one uh, uh, remedy that I keep coming back to uh, with three games left, you know, quit trying to do stuff you can't do. you got the boy rolling out to his left. You know, with uh, you know, with the game on the line, if that should have been a running play,
1: I actually thought I was going to make the analogy that there were too many cooks in the kitchen earlier when we started talking to D. Led, but he sort of said that in a roundabout way. You know, people are throwing too much on the team that they may not need it. But anyway, D. Orlando Ledbetter joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Well, while we scratch our heads about. What quarterback is going to lead this team forward week? Let's talk about the quarterback that we lost on the defensive side of the ball and where he's most missed. Is it just from play to play uh, throughout the course of a game with Grady Jarrett not being there, or is it the pivotal moments maybe in the second half when adjustments have to be made and making sure guys are in their right places and doing the right things when that voice is gone? Is that what's being missed right now?
0: No, I think that just the internal structure of the defense uh, with him And then David Alumata being out, um, you know, they were doing a great job together. They were rotating them in. uh, And then now you got to play backup. And then the top backup got hurt, too, Contavious Street. So you're basically playing backup at tackle, and that kind of hurts the infrastructure of your defense over the four quarters. You know, they play good for periods but can't hold up down the stretch. And some of that is that, you know, hey, when your offense goes seven straight possessions without scoring, like they did against the Bucks, uh the defense gets tired, and they get worn down. They can't play at the end. They're not out of position against the Bucks. The um, offense was right there with Chris Scott when he just made a play. Uh, Richie Grant slipped a little bit on the touchdown, but he's been getting beat by tight ends all year, so they shouldn't have had him on the tight end. Uh, and then uh, last week, Against the um, against Bryce Young, and then you can't give up a 17-play, 90-yard drive, and you had yeah. chances to get off the field there. Uh, they hit uh, big pass plays uh, 19, 18, and 20. You know you can't, you know you can't do that. Um, and, and, but they weren't out of position; they were there. You got to get the ball down and, and so forth. So they like people are running free down the field like we saw uh, late in the Dan Quinn administration. Uh, you know they just got to get a little bit better, play a little bit harder, a little bit longer, uh, and get off the field if they, you know, the offense leaves them out there to dry again like they did uh, the last couple games.
3: Watching watching around the division today, we do see Tampa Bay playing Jacksonville, and um, we do see Trevor Lawrence, I believe, is going to give it a shot at playing in this game. Um, you watch that game at all? I mean, you got to handle your own business. You can't sit around and watch scoreboards, but you, but but it is a game for fans, and I think to keep an eye on as far as the Falcons' uh, hopes, uh, even if they win this game, of climbing back into playoff status.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one for the uh, common opponent's tiebreaker, which is tiebreaker number three. Uh, so the Falcons definitely need Trevor and Calvin Ridley to do them a big solid, uh, kind of like the Rams did by beating the Saints the other night. The bigger game is going to be next week when Tampa and the Saints play and the Falcons are going to need the Saints to to uh, beat uh, Tampa Bay. So if Tampa Bay lose the next two, the Falcons have a pretty good shot of getting in. They wouldn't have to win uh, but one of the Colts and Bear games, and but then it will come down to beat the Saints in the uh, end of the season. And, uh, and under that scenario, they're 8-9 and in and the division champs. Uh, but the best, easiest way for them is to go – straight nine and eight, but they can still lose to Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay uh beats the Saints uh and the Jags, then they're you know, just gonna be nine and eight. And then they're gonna be in that mosh pit of everybody trying to get the sixth and seventh wildcard spot. So they still got a lot to play for that's the message he's gotta uh get through to his team that they need to um they won't be dead. I don't think they can get eliminated this week, but they certainly can get eliminated next week.
1: Let's get off the Falcons and get off of football right now and talk about you, your family, and you guys getting ready for tomorrow. How's the holiday season been for you? And are you ready? Do you guys do it tonight or do you do it uh, tomorrow? On actually, Christmas no,
0: we're morning? doing it tomorrow. We're ready. Uh, I got ready on Friday and uh, yesterday when I put the final stuff in my little stocking stuffers. So we're all set to go. I don't know what the menu's looking like, but uh, we had our. Um, crab cocktail competition last night
3: i didn't win again but uh gave it a good shot there you go there you go <laughs>
0: there you go and, and that's oh, what matters
3: that's what matters this time of year that's right Give right. it a great shot delay we appreciate you spending some time with us and everything uh, in 2023 yeah man all through, throughout the year and all the best uh to you and family and your family yeah man and a very merry christmas let's see if we can get a win here today
0: guys and Merry Christmas to you too and thanks for having me on throughout the year and the season. Merry Christmas.